Hello and welcome to the podcast. This is Khalik. I am your host. And this is the truth about everything. Who can God trust? Is it the faithful pastor that's committed to the flock? Committed to equipping them for works of service? Or is it the dedicated believer? Someone who's a prayer warrior? Someone who has committed scripture to memory? That's always looking for ways to serve God and to serve the community? Or could it be the backslider? Could it possibly be a non-believer, an atheist, or even a God-hater? God doesn't trust how we trust. He doesn't use the same criteria for trust as we do. We use our emotions. If we just feel like we, this person is trustworthy, if, if we feel a good vibe from them, if they look trustworthy, we use history. If we've known this person to be trustworthy in the past, so we trust that they'll be the same in the future. God's trust in us to do the work that he has assigned to us isn't based on his belief and his trust in us that we will be 100% obedient to what he commands us to do. If that were the case, God's will would never be fulfilled because we're never 100% obedient. Uh, in Romans 3.23, it says, all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. But what we are loyal to, what we are obedient to 100% of the time is our own desires. We always follow our heart. And this is what God looks to, to, be, to determine who he trusts. God judges based on the condition of man's heart. God trusts based on the condition of man's heart. And this applies to all creation. No one is exempt from being used by God to carry out his purpose. No situation, no circumstance, nothing is exempt. I went through a divorce in 2009 that led me closer to God in a deeper relationship with God. So there is no situation that God can't use. In the Bible, we see Joseph went through enslavement and imprisonment, but still on the end of that came out where God needed him to be, right where God had already destined him to be in a position of power in Egypt to be able to save his family from death and in turn preserving the bloodline that Jesus would come through. God uses everything. Abuse, poverty, bad situations, good situations. God uses everything. There is no condition, no situation, no experience that we can have that has authority over God. He is sovereign, which means he is in control of every single thing, every element from the smallest detail to the largest detail. So we are safe in putting our trust in him because we know where his heart lies. And this is the same way he looks at us and judges us and puts his trust in us based on the condition of our hearts. So to paint a picture, your heart is the house of your will, your will being the very purpose that you are alive. Your will is your your ultimate purpose and your desires can be explained as the blood that pumps to the heart that keeps it beating. So your desires 
keep the wheel going. They are they are the things that support the wheel. They are the things that support your purpose. That enhance your purpose. That complement your purpose. That lead to the fulfillment of your purpose. If your heart is off and not aligned with God, you will be in opposition to God. And your heart will lead you to a place where you are moving further and further away from God, where you can't be happy, where you can't be fulfilled, where you can't be complete until you get the condition of your heart in order. And this is done by submitting to the will of God and renewing yourself through the word of God. So thinking about the condition of your heart, just think about what gets you motivated. What do you go to sleep thinking about and wake up still thinking about? What do you give your time to? What, what have you given your life to? What do you give your thoughts to on a regular basis? Uh, your energy, your love. What do you love? Is it sex? Is it material items? Is it money? What do you chase after? Is it God? What is the reoccurring solution to your problems? How do you judge success? Failure, troubles and, and uncertainties. Where, where is your heart? What is the state of your heart? Abraham was chosen by God because he had a heart of faith. Moses, he wasn't chosen because he was from Egypt. He was chosen because he had a heart for his people. Paul was chosen because he had a heart for God and righteousness. When he was chasing down Christians, when he went to Damascus to chase down Christians and imprison them and to torture them. He did this because of his yearning for righteousness and respect for God. And Judas, he had a heart that was loyal to himself. And because God can always trust us to act from our heart, he was able to be used for God's ultimate purpose. This is what I mean when I say no one is exempt. No one is exempt. Everyone is used by God. God trusts us all. The good, the bad, the righteous, the unrighteous, the holy, the unholy. He, he trusts us all in accordance to the condition of our heart. The difference is the righteous acting from a righteous heart get a righteous man's reward. The unrighteous acting from an unrighteous heart get the wrath of God. There are consequences for our actions. There are consequences that we have to pay for the condition of our heart. This is why we are called to be made new. It's the same as when we were children and our parents told us to clean our room. And if we didn't clean the room, if we didn't keep it clean, we would, there would be consequences. We would get in trouble. There would be something that would be withheld from us, something that we would not be entitled to receive. This is why it says in Matthew 5, 8, blessed are the pure in heart for they shall see God. Examine your desires, what you desire and why you desire it. And you will be able to determine the condition of your heart. If you're a faithful Christian, why are you a faithful Christian? Is it to be respected by other people, to be praised by other people as being a faithful Christian? Or is it just for the service of God? If you are a pastor and you want a larger congregation, what is that for? Is it to serve God in a greater capacity to give more to God's people? Or is it for your glorification, your honor, your praise? 
your prestige. Look at your heart. Are you doing things in order to glorify yourself? Are you doing things for your own benefit? Are you helping people so that you can be looked at as a positive person or a person that should be praised for their good works? For example, I've always been a nice person. Open the doors for ladies, let people into traffic, different things like that. But I began to notice that I would expect something in return if I opened the door for someone or if I let one let someone in for traffic. I would expect that hand wave of a thank you from the car in front of me for letting them in. Or I would expect that uh, lady to turn around and say, thank you, sir. And I realized that I was doing these things for glorification of myself, to be honored and to be praised within myself. And I should have been doing those things in service of God because this is what God calls us to do, to love our neighbor. And I quickly realized that the condition of my heart wasn't aligned to serve God, but to serve myself. Examine your heart. Get your heart in order. Saturate yourself in God's word. Bend yourself to the word of God. Don't bend the word of God to suit yourself. You have to fine tune your heart with the word of God. Ask God to cleanse your heart. Work daily to to clear yourself of sin, negative thoughts, negative behavior, bad habits. And you'll begin to see yourself change. You'll begin to see your desires change. You'll begin to feel different, to respond to situations differently because the state of your heart will begin to change. The condition of your heart will begin to be modified. Luke 6, 43 through 45 says, no good tree bears bad fruit, nor does a bad tree bear good fruit. Each tree is recognized by its own fruit. People do not pick figs from thorn bushes or grapes from briars. A good man brings good out of the good stored up in his heart. And an evil man brings evil things out of the evil stored up in his heart. There's no denying it. You can only act from what's in your heart. So if you think you're a good person and you're putting out the opposite, then what's in your heart is not good. Who does God trust? God can trust all of us. The good, the bad, the evil, the unrighteous. All of us, according to what's in our heart. He can trust us to act according to that. So the one who has a heart for God will find God. The one who has a heart that loves God will see what no eye has seen, what no ear has heard, and what no human mind has conceived, which are the things that God has prepared for those that love him. Take some time and visit our website, oggkministries.org. Leave us an email there, your thoughts on the podcast, maybe your experiences with this topic, because we would love to hear from you. Thank you and God bless.